0: It's November 28th and time for Social and Six.
1: In the same fortnight that Twitter racked up over 20,000 World Cup related tweets per second, there were plenty of updates on social platforms.
0: We'll be going over the most important ones today, including Twitter's function issues, Instagram music posts, and Meta's new AI system.
1: And if this episode helps you out, help us out too by leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Now, without further ado, let's get started.
0: First on the agenda today, Instagram is bringing music to the feed with sound on image posts. Let's cast our minds back to MySpace and Bebo. Now, I am showing my age here, but music would play when you landed on someone's page or feed. I had Chris Brown on mine. It's very embarrassing. Anyway, get your headphones and get ready for that to happen on Instagram too, because you can now add music to your static Instagram posts. Sound off was once the default for all content on all apps, but TikTok has changed that. And I think this might be the first update from Instagram that's intuitively responded to what TikTok's features have meant for user behavior as it relates to Instagram's product, rather than simply replicating TikTok's features.
1: Yeah, really nice update to kick us off. And it's another update that nudges Instagram closer into a sound always on experience. As we've all seen, Reels now dominate the feed, so Instagram have probably introduced music for image posts to maintain a steady flow of audio when scrolling, as opposed to Reels audio being broken up by silent image posts. It's also a chance for the app to influence music trends and audio-based memes, think Binley Mega Chippy, but it's not amazing for brands who'll be limited to licensed tracks from Meta's sound collection for any audio they wish to use. If the music library from Stories is anything to go by, this collection isn't amazing. Overall though, you're likely to see broader reach with reels over image posts, despite image posts being easier to create. Moving over to LinkedIn, whose new brand safety hub gives you more control over your ads.
0: This new brand safety hub lets brands and advertisers, that's you, manage your audience network ads and check them for brand safety flags. So basically making sure your ads don't appear in unsuitable environments. And that could mean anything from offensive or inappropriate content, which to be fair, we don't see a lot of on LinkedIn, to topics that simply don't align with your brand or your message. Obviously, we want our ads to appear in the most relevant spaces for the most impact. Now, this tool works with existing ad safety platforms, Double Verify, Integral Ad Science, and Pixelate to filter out high-risk inventory before you set your campaign bid. In this hub, you can look at your audience network publishers, create custom allow and block lists, and import any existing solutions you have with Double Verify if you use that platform.
1: Yeah, LinkedIn is considered a trusted platform for brand safety, notching up an impressive feed brand safety score of over 99% between October 21 and June 22. Brand Safety Hub gives you more granular control over your media investment, letting you choose where your ads should and shouldn't appear. Targeting professionals in a context that aligns with your brand will make your ads more impactful and reach intended audiences, but make sure to avoid too many restrictions as this can limit campaign performance.
0: Now YouTube has added new visual editing tools, including quizzes and community posts. YouTube's community post feature gives creators more ways to engage their audience in app. These are feed updates that you can view in the community tab and anyone with over 500 subscribers can access this. It's basically a social feed designed to help you engage your own community of subs in a more closed space. Now the updates to this feature today include a new editing process for image posts, including filters, text overlays, and stickers. And there are now Quizzes, a new type of post that does what it says on the tin. It goes beyond polls and brings a bit of Buzzfeed energy into these community feeds with endless use cases from fun to first party data collection, albeit on a small scale. One example YouTube gave is education channels who can now use quizzes to help their viewers learn more or test them on their knowledge from previous education videos.
1: YouTube say they're beginning to test the quizzes beta with a small number of creators and looking to expand in the future based on feedback. As always, with new updates that are slowly rolled out, it's hard to say how valuable community posts are for brands building YouTube engagement, but it could be a really nice complement to video upload and a means to share more, more often, with your audience in the app. Moving on, Meta's working on a new AI system that can use strategic reasoning to solve problems.
0: Yes, artificial intelligence is getting stronger every day, but hopefully that's not as sinister as it sounds. We have seen a huge boom in AI art lately, which is already being democratized thanks to several savvy TikTok effects. Leading the pack, though, with new systems, predictably, is Meta, whose latest project is Cicero, the first AI to achieve human-level performance in diplomacy, which is a strategy game that requires building trust, negotiating, and cooperating with multiple players. It can basically use strategic reasoning and natural language to solve the problems put before it. So why is that important? Well, because diplomacy has long been seen as a nearly impossible challenge for AI because it requires players to understand people's motivations and perspectives, to make complex plans and adjust their strategies, as well as using language to convince people to form alliances. Soon, we might all be playing mind games with robots through an AI-based AR effect.
1: AI is a new buzzword, but it's a good one to be fair. Meta says, while Cicero is only capable of playing diplomacy right now, the technology behind it is relevant to many other applications. For example, current AI assistants such as Alexa can complete simple question-answer tasks like telling you the weather, but what if they could hold a long-term conversation with the goal of teaching you a new skill? Having a conversation with a Spanish AI teacher who listens to you speak and then feeds back in real time is something that absolutely blows my mind. For brands, have a think about how AI could complement your product or service to help customers receive better customer service or experience. AI is coming and it's coming quickly.
0: Next up, current reduced oversight issues at Twitter have people guessing when the app is going to crash. My favorite platform is having a bad time right now. And yes, reports are speculating that the app crashing isn't a question of if, but when. As we know, there have been multiple staff layoffs, with recent figures saying the workforce is down to about 36% of its previous capacity. Obviously, the World Cup discourse is now sending loads more people to the platform to talk at the same time, which is causing a lot of server issues. Now, the issues with the app being reported so far are the copyright system faulting, which Twitter relies on to detect not just copyright infringement, but other banned content as well, such as nudity. Some advertisers are also having problems with everything from logging into their ads manager to modifying campaigns, ad placements, and performance. And finally, there's been cases of private tweets being exposed and reaching people they shouldn't. If you're a private account, tweet with caution because those outside your followers might be able to see that content until this issue gets resolved.
1: Okay, everyone, take a deep breath and calm down. Thank you, Eve. Elon's a fairly decent track record in business, so we can only assume he knows what he's doing. For what it's worth, Musk himself seems confident that the app's on the right track, saying that his reorganisation of the company is almost complete, which will see him spending less time working on Twitter, likely from the next week. Be patient and don't have any knee-jerk reaction to the news at Twitter HQ. All will become more apparent over time, but for now, keep your eyes on organic and paid performance to see if any of the current mishaps are negatively affecting your Twitter engagement. And finally, Snap Inc.'s new report highlights augmented reality's increasing potential.
0: Augmented reality is already hugely popular, but it's set to get even more so in the next few years. 3D digital billboards are being spotted in Times Square, and as such, Snap Inc., the pioneers of AR, have seen fit to release an in-depth report on the state of the landscape in the UK, the US, and Germany. They found that beauty consumers are excited about the possibilities, with AR helping them to make faster decisions and likely purchase more as a result. This is also true in the fashion space, where AR is set to spur an $11.2 billion increase in spend. Another area to watch is travel. The report shows Snapchatters expect to spend more money than they typically would when AR is part of their travel planning journey. Because AR helps them be more confident in making decisions about the trip, and with that increased confidence, they feel good at booking longer trips.
1: It's more than time to start taking Snap AR seriously. We may have started out with some dog filters, but there's some real business cases here. With the coming shift towards AR-enabled glasses and engaging with 3D virtual objects in both the metaverse and in AR experiences, it makes complete sense for brands to start looking at ways you can align your processes with this shift where possible. As a starting point, it's always worth having a play with the tools themselves. Snap's Lens Web Builder enables you to create AR experiences within Snap and is surprisingly easy to conquer. There are also tutorials available on the process and getting that first level knowledge of the system could be all that you need to gain more of an understanding of the possibilities and potential for your success.
0: I want to talk about the Instagram one because this is... Well, I want to say small update. It was, kind of is, but it's it's a really fun one, I think. Um, and something that you made me picture when you were talking just then was how you said it's going to go between feed posts with sound and feed posts that are silent. So if that's like the sound on environment, just think about how fast you scroll through Instagram. I mean, I, I go through so quickly because I have to get through all the recommended stuff and Carnage. the gram stuff, sorry, until I get to something I care about. So it's going to be like...
1: it d- d- be fun. Have you ever been, you know, when you're in like a silent space and you kind of open your phone, hope, and it's not on audio, or you go on Insta and then it starts hammering the reels. Can you imagine if you're just scrolling through reels and what you'd hear? I really like this update. Anyone who knows me knows I like putting a a good tune on, a, on yeah, stories. Yeah, on stories. Have, like, it's a relevant, right? yeah. yeah, so if you, yeah, for example, you're walking down the street, you put yeah. know, these boots are...
0: Exactly, made for walking. <laughs> yeah. I do exactly. think it's going to make it more fun because Instagram, no offence, is a little, little bit boring at the minute, especially when you compare it to TikTok, mm. which is like heaps of fun. So yeah, I feel like it'll make the content, especially for Gen Z, who do like stupid photo dumps anyway. A
1: lot more uh, potential for audio virality like we said. Yeah. You know, obviously we've seen it come from yeah. TikTok and videos. Um but the so commercial. It'd yeah, it'd be interesting to see if there's consistency across the board. You know, with that kind of video challenges, it was typically the same sort of thing, like the swipe the mirror thing oh, and, yeah. and stuff like that. I wonder if that will carry over into stills or whether it'll be a little bit more scatty. But I like this update. I think it adds I think more creators creati- will have a lot of fun with that exactly. and, and then we'll creativity. copy them. <laughs> yeah.
0: But so, the commercial music library is kind of a worry. I'm glad you brought that up because it is rubbish, isn't it? It's
1: rubbish. I so tried to use it the other day. It's so bad. Um, we were just posting something on on stories and it just didn't couldn't find anything for it. I actually ended mm. up posting without audio. So I wonder how many brands will take this opportunity because yeah. I would think as a brand I would rather post without audio than that audio library that they give us.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I think one one platform that I think has done that the best for their commercial music is Snapchat because they partnered with, like, Sony, like mm. Warner, like, mm. so many. Um, I think they've got about six different partnerships now. Mm. So their, like, commercial music library is extremely extensive for, like, popular music as well. When it's, like, you know, elevator music or hold music, imagine yeah. scrolling through that. Now that will do the opposite of what they want. Well, let's talk about YouTube. Let's move on to something less musical. But I like these community posts. Mm. Um, I think it's it's a nice update. Obviously, we've said it's only available to those of you that have 500 or more subscribers. And I know we said creators, but I want to clarify that's basically anyone who has a channel. Um, when it comes to YouTube, so that includes you as well. I think it's it's nice because the way that um, you engage with your community on YouTube thus far is just you know uploading a video and it requires you to sort of reply to people in the comments of that video. So conversations quite specific to whatever you've uploaded there these community posts um, it's basically like a social feed but just for your youtube subscribers so there's all sorts you can do with it and those communities are powerful so it's nice that they've given people a way to like really nurture them
1: yeah absolutely these quizzes that you've could as a creator could i uh put out there you know what are you looking for next and put out kind of different content strands and then get mm, the community to come back it. I on don't them.
0: think so, no. I, that, that that I would class as a poll because it's a quiz. You'd have to sort That's of true, set yeah. a right, a correct answer before you upload it.
1: Good shout. So more just entertainment value kind of, kind of engaging. Yeah, in.
0: yeah but the, the education video example that YouTube gave did get me thinking because you can... Like if, if that was me or like, I don't know, you know, like teachers have them or like a school has them and you've taught someone something with mm. a long form upload. Then you go to community posts in the feed with the quiz um, and you can quiz them on stuff that was in that video and like test what they've retained. Well, so that's a
1: really nice use case with a learn I was thinking a little bit more trivial whereby it's a Mr. Beast, for example, says, you know, you watch this video and I'm holding a quiz on this video, what happens in certain moments in time Yeah, 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 yeah. and giving away prizes to yeah. people who win the quiz. You know, can you imagine, the it's almost like an engagement hack in oh, terms yeah. of, because he's hosting the quiz and giving away prizes on the quiz related to that video, I'm 100% going to watch you're that gonna video. You're going to go watch the
0: video, yeah.
1: Correct. So I, I can see it working that way. And if you're a brand listening to this, then you can have that one for free.
0: I think yeah I think it's great fun I mean we're millennials so we've wasted many an hour I assume on BuzzFeed quizzes but now it's coming to a new generation so passing the torch
1: now make sure you tune in next week where we're catching up with Richard Cook who's a social media manager at Monzo